0: On the 104th episode of Fantasy Lens, we discuss the NFL trade deadline, get mesmerized by Nate Peterman's Shopify page, go over some Week 9 games, and give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show.
1: Welcome to Fantasy Lens. It is a Week 9. Which unfortunately means we're we're halfway over with the season already. So quick. Yep. Goes quicker than uh I don't know. But it was also a trade deadline today. None of our teams made any moves, I guess surprising for the Giants a little bit.
0: Well the Saints I mean it wasn't on not on the deadline, but they did get Eli Apple, so it's still like technically what a trade.
1: Talking thing. about this week. About that like I know, this. I'm
0: just saying. It's still considered like trade deadline area.
2: Yeah, we don't need to hear about your Saints, Anthony. Oh,
0: shut up. You're just mad because the Giants are fire sailing.
2: What was that? Um, Yeah, no, Janoris Jenkins traded. I guess that was the biggest um upset.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, none of the other moves were really... Any moves from the offensive players were not serious. I don't feel like. I mean, the biggest trade I think is the uh, the Golden Tate to the Eagles in a week at SE is probably make some uh, I don't know now favorites over. I mean, if they weren't favorites already, favorites over the Redskins.
0: Well, I mean, the Redskins did also just get Ha Ha Clinton Dix to help bolster the the secondary, which you know obviously was a move to combat Golden Tate and Amari Cooper going to you know, the rivals in their division. So I don't think it's that. I think Golden Tate's a great addition to the Eagles, but I still think the Redskins have some uh, some fight in them in that division. Yeah, I don't
2: think the Redskins are bad, but I do see the Eagles going on a run. I think every week Wentz is looking more and more like himself. I, I just see them going on a second-half run. But I don't see the Redskins, like, uh, withering away. Um. So that's going to be a close one because they do what are they a game and a half up on them i
0: think mm-hmm. you're
1: right yeah because mm-hmm. so, they have a yes, game in, something like that
0: it's yeah. so like six so and two or five and two or something like that
2: yeah
0: redskins have had their bye already um uh, so that, i mean, I mean those, those are both solid big moves i mean the other wide receiver that went to another team is demarius thomas uh with will fuller being out for six to nine months with an acl injury um that's that's really that's a good move i like by them uh I mean, that's two massive targets they now have on each end of the, uh, the field. And, uh, I think it'll be nice that, you know, Demarius ha- will be able to get, like, attention taken away from him a lot by DeAndre Hopkins, but I think we'll just make him better, you know, the second half of the year. And that's a big move, in a te- you know, for a team that's leading that division, probably will win that division. Well, I mean, the thing about that
1: is, though, like, Will Fuller, was really fast and able to get down the field, and Demarius Thomas does not have that at all. Uh, Case Keenum was only averaging like something like 7 yards per attempt on targets to Demarius Thomas, and he was, I think, maybe except for like one random guy, averaging double-digit yards per attempt to uh, the other receivers on the Broncos. So, I'm not... It's It's not like he's going to fill in Perfectly for Fuller. Like, it's going to be Thomas and Kiki Cootie, like, working over the middle, I guess. But, Yeah,
2: I'd like to see if he even supplants supplants, uh, Kiki as the number two fantasy option. I don't even know if he gets that far.
0: Wow. I still
2: think I'd put, um, if it was somebody I'd want to own, I'd still put Kiki over Thomas right now, I think.
0: Uh... I don't know if I could do that just yet. I would like to see what him and Watson have, uh, what kind of connection they have together. And it is interesting that they do play the Broncos this week. So, um, oh, yeah,
1: that's yeah, the but, all, that's the only thing. Um, you got to take in the re, revenge game factor for that first week, but then after that, yeah, I just like to see what yeah, the report is usually like.
2: Takes a couple of weeks for wide receivers to get. Involved in a offense, running backs a little easier, wide receivers, you know, it's all on timing with the quarterback. So I, I don't know. I don't have, I never have high hopes for the, for the beginning after a wide receiver trade.
0: I understand. I do it, but I still, I, I like him in this role. I think he'll, I think he'll be good in that offense.
1: But what role is he filling? It's, that's not Watson's game. That's all I'm saying.
0: All right. We'll see. We'll see. Now, on uh, the
2: other side of the tape thing, mm-hmm. um, first of all, what it means for the lion's implication of um they're only a game back from first place, although they're in third place <laughs> uh, that makes sense um are they semi punting on the season do they are they just in a bad, tough place because? Um, He was a free agent next year They weren't going to sign him So you might as well get something from him So I still think he was really important to that team Um, And I I understand Wanting to get something for him Before just letting him leave in free agency But also The team I don't think is as good with that
0: But like you said They weren't going to keep him And I think they're Realistic to the point where they don't think They have the team that's going to win the Super Bowl this year so maybe get rid of him and then try and work Galladay in more, work on Johnson in more, and see what they have in their younger guys to sort of move forward next year and the year after than that because he like said they need to get something for him or he was just gonna walk and they get nothing.
2: Yeah, I guess they're just confident in their guys right now. I mean they have uh Jones has shown more than capable when he gets targets. Galladay kind of disappeared the last two weeks, but again, he just wasn't really getting looked at. And Johnson has looked awesome, so they—I mean—they have three studs right there. Yeah. So
0: that—that's and like I said, I don't think they—they they think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, if they do think that, I think they're a little crazy. But uh, you know, obviously, this trade makes sense for them. I think in the long term.
1: The, I mean, the only thing is, uh, I mean, Golden Tate was also, is what, 30 or 31? So that's a bit older, especially if you think he's going to want a big contract and not worth the signing. So that, in that way, smart move. Mm -hmm. And also for, he's kind of the opposite of DeBaris Thomas, where I think he fits pretty solidly right into that offense right away with the Eagles.
0: All right, fine. You're really hating on Demarius Thomas.
1: I'm not hating. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying the Tate tate fit makes a lot more sense. All right, fine.
2: Yeah, and they're a little more bereft of talent, the Eagles. Um, I mean, they do have Jeffrey, but Jeffrey's not Hopkins. They got a hodgepodge of running backs that I don't think they like any of them. And Nelson Aguilar can't catch a ball for more than five yards. So I I really think this is like a welcome addition to the – Chain mover and Ertz, they're going to use him right away. Um, yeah, and this but makes again, sense again. It then. might take a couple of weeks because it it usually does with wide receiver trades.
0: But like again, you know, this is a team that definitely still feels like they have Super Bowl aspirations. So, getting someone like Tate, even if it is for a year, if they don't end up re-signing him, if they feel like they can do something with him, then it makes sense.
2: Yeah, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. So all the wide receivers trade it, and all the people wide receivers they affect. Whose situation do you like the most after this? Whose do you like the least? I'll just name some names. There was, uh, so there's Tate and Thomas, obviously. Um, that affects Jeffrey in a small portion. Hopkins, Kiki, uh, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, Emmanuel Sanders, and Cortland Sutton. Out of all those guys, you like somebody who's... Situation was affected the most in a positive way, and somebody who was affected in a negative way.
1: I think the for positive, I think it's the the two Lions receivers because Golden Tate gets like 25% of the total, or like something ridiculous of the total targets from Stafford. Uh, the amount of air yards that the Lions are going to, have to replace with between Jones and Galladay. Uh, I think they're in, they're in for the biggest boost.
2: I agree.
0: Yeah. I was a, if yeah.
2: If I had to pick one, I'd pick I pick Jones. Um just on a yardage basis because Galladay was already a big touchdown threat. Um I think Jones will be used more as a um normal passing down guy rather than just a deep threat. So I think this helps him the most. Although I do like how it helps Gallaudet too. I mean, obviously
0: more targets will be available. So yeah, I do like that situation for them the most. Um, Speaking of someone who's not a like who's technically a wide receiver, Ty Montgomery muddles Uh, that backfield in Baltimore even even more. So What
2: about the least, though, with this? Before we move on. All right, maybe, sorry. For my all right. question, asshole. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: the least. he's gonna see, Well, you know John's just going to say
1: Demarius Thomas, so he's going to... Oh, I mean, probably Nelson Aguilar. I was just going to
2: say, that makes him droppable, right, Nelson Aguilar? E-
1: yeah. <sighs> because, I mean, honestly, unless it was full PPR, you probably weren't even giving him a second thought of playing him. But... With, with, yeah, with Tate there, now, nah, I, I think he's maybe wait one week to see what happens. And like, if you're like, if the waiver wire is pretty bare on, uh, on receivers and, you know, flex players. But yeah.
2: Yeah. I think this makes him droppable. I mean, he just got replaced with a much better possession receiver.
0: I, yeah, I mean, yeah, Tate's like just a, a, yeah, better version of Nelson Aguilar.
2: One Unless Aguilar starts going deep like he did last year, do like, you remember last year Aguilar was kind of a deep receiver?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah but now that you know the Jordan Matthews back on that team, apparently doing things. Um, they have Zach Ertz, Jeffrey's healthy, and Tate. I mean, how many how many receivers will be or pass catchers, I should just say, uh, can be relevant on that offense? So I'm sort of leaning with you, Brian, and that like you have Ertz, you have. Uh, jeffrey you have golden tate now um and somehow jordan matthews becomes the receiver again for this team like how i just don't think he could support that many you know pass catchers each week
2: well, yeah do you think and, this affects um oh sorry john go no on.
1: you you go, you go.
2: no because i was going to change the subject to another
1: team oh i was gonna say well oh same subject different team i was gonna do the same
2: <laughs> no, okay. do you think this affects what? emmanuel sanders at all no do you think he changes
1: any bit
0: no he just he continues doing what he's doing
1: no okay. he might get like a, like another target or two during games but i mean Cortland sutton has been emerging like finally he's uh becoming like more involved and they just decided obviously like that he's better than thomas is for the future so Well, yeah, that's
0: that helped, I think, make the decision easier for them, knowing that they Cortland Sutton can be a guy that can emerge or looks like he's been slowly emerging in that offense to sort of be at the you know across from Emmanuel Sanders.
2: Sanders, this was his first not double-digit game of the season. What? Yeah, he was um, wide receiver three in fantasy before this week. Look. Can't you wouldn't think that, just right? Just no. looking at football this year, you wouldn't think that, uh, Sanders is wide receiver three.
0: Not at all. No, cause, I mean, besides a couple of games, you know, he's just been having good games, but he had like, you know, he's not having those, I mean, obviously versus the Cardinals, I think it was, was an amazing game. But, uh, you know, it's just been very steady all year. So yeah, that, nothing doesn't jump out football. at you the way some receivers do, you know?
2: I think it speaks more to there's not there hasn't been um too many receivers carrying your teams this year. I mean, I mean one goes off every now and then. But I'm just saying there's not been that weekly week in and week out receiver that's winning you weeks. I mean, is Adams number one wide receiver right now? I'm trying to think of the number one Thielen. Oh Thielen, yes. Yeah, I mean, hundred yards every yeah. game, nine hundred something yes, yards. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen has come been on, yes winning on. people game in game out. <laughs> um, except for Richie, who has him and is two and something for some reason. And then, um, I guess Devontae Adams is he number two?
0: Um, are we talking like just like I guess pure fantasy? I mean,
2: yeah, rankings. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh I, I mean, if I had to guess, he would be number two after Thielen.
0: Um i mean, just look. I'm not even looking at fantasy but I'm looking at just stats. I mean Tyreek Hill has more yards and touchdowns than him, than Adams. Oh, okay. Um DeAndre Hopkins, 789 yards and 6 touchdowns. I mean you really can't talk about Julio Jones cuz he has 812 yards and no touchdowns. So you have to pull yeah. him back a little further. <laughs> um Yeah, no, it looks like it's you know Hopkins, Adams, Hill and then a- uh, AJ Green like that. You know, looking at touchdowns uh, and yards collectively.
2: Would you rather have Boyd or A.J. Green for the rest of the season?
0: I think Boyd. Me too. And that sounds crazy, but, I mean, he only has 60 less yards than him and one less touchdown. It's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, and you have to think of that Green game where he had... uh
1: The three, touch, the, the three touchdowns in the first half.
2: The, in the first quarter. The and, first then, and then
0: nothing, nothing else after that, actually. Um, yeah, no, I like boy. I like what he's, you know, he looks really, really good. Um, are we, did you guys get, we'll get to what you guys wanted to about your receivers or changing the teams or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say, I'm not anti this Demarius Thomas <laughs> reform because the Texans throw so much that, yeah, like, it probably does increase his value. I'm just, like, not as excited as people were on Twitter earlier today. I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, people were calling it blockbuster and all these big moves, and, I mean, it's not a blockbuster trade. I mean, it's... it's No,
2: a, I mean, if you've seen him the last few years, he just hasn't looked that good. Yeah.
0: I still like him, though. I just think... he's
2: looks kind of slow. I, all right, sorry, just a, a PPR rankings for receivers is Thielen Hill, Hopkins... Beckham actually in fourth. Wouldn't have guessed that. Imagine if you had and, touchdowns. <laughs> then Adams in fifth and Sanders slid from third to sixth after his, um, oh. one bad
0: game. Did they have a bye week yet? Hmm. That's a good question. they always gotta wait.
2: have a bye week this week?
0: The... No, no, I meant the, the...
2: I don't think anybody in that top had a bye week yet unless Adams
0: did. Adams, uh, the Packers, I think, had a buy. Yeah, they just had a buy. He so
2: he's the only one in that top of the bye week.
0: Oh, look so that's that.
2: why I think he's looked so good. Although he's sixteen points behind Thielen, but fifty—I mean, sixteen points behind Hill in second, but fifty behind Thielen in first. Wow! So Thielen's really carrying this the receiver Damn. squad.
0: Yeah. How many times have we got – I mean, I, I just keep harping on that. People all about Diggs. We all knew it was Stealin was the number yeah. one receiver. I mean,
2: Diggs very good. They're oh. both in the top ten. Oh,
0: yeah. Now, Diggs looked really good too. But, I mean, we knew it. Stealing's a man. Setting records like crazy.
1: All right. Um, let's go on to some uh, week eight. Oh, okay. Is, uh, wait, wait.
0: You, oh, yeah. you literally just like threw out my whole time Montgomery uh, thing I want to I talk mean, about?
1: Like, th- Does it really deserve it?
0: I mean, it just, as I was trying to say, it muddles that backfield even more. Um, okay. That's I mean,
1: the end of the time, Montgomery. You,
0: you know, this hurts a lot of people. I'm just saying, like, Alice Collins was actually getting, you know, some goal line carries or, you know, better. I think more carries in the in the red zone, getting some touchdowns. This might hurt. I mean, that's going to hurt his value even more. So I'm just saying, like, people who have Collins and Javoris Allen, it just makes life even Harder. I mean I know a lot of people drop Ty Montgomery before this. Is he worth picking up?
2: I don't want anybody in that backfield. Maybe Buck Allen as like a bi week starter, but I don't want anybody in my non bi week roster. Alright, so this
0: makes so so Ty Montgomery still nothing right now. Not worth owning. PPR or
2: anything. No, I don't think so. Alright. I just wanted maybe to I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna use him.
0: Alright, I just wanted to bring it up. Go ahead, John.
1: Maybe,
0: uh, I don't... Go ahead, John.
1: What? Oh, you done? Sorry. Um, uh, uh alright. Well, let's just go on to the biggest story of, of last week that of the actual games was, uh, London bordels failing and just falling apart.
0: <sighs> Poor, you know, it was only a matter of time before, uh, you know, the wheels fell off. But they just look bad. Like, yep. is it really yeah,
1: they, or, tra- they traded Fowler too, to the Rams. To the, yeah. So how, was, how do the Rams just have endless, endless, uh, cap space?
2: It's <sighs> that Saints cap match <laughs> from, from the Saints. Yeah. Where it's just like, it doesn't matter what you do. There's always some cap. They got like some Bear Stearns or some bankers in there. They got some people who were in Enron during the financial collapse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They figure it out and then they just keep pushing salaries back and they, it'll, it'll, it'll catch up to them. It will catch up to them. But look, they're a team that's 8-0 and looks like they could possibly win the Super Bowl. So fucking go for it if you could figure out how to do it this year. Right?
1: Yeah. Um, the, I mean, yeah, it's just Jaguars is just, Completely falling apart. All that best defense in the league talk is is com- comical. Yep, let up so many points. Um, Getting Carlos I Hyde didn't do they much.
2: Really do need Fournette to uh, chew up some minutes and some carries to keep their defense off the field.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: And he's not back until at least next week. So
2: they're saying he looks good to return next week. Um, so all those Fournette owners. Maybe, maybe you get something out of him at the end of the season. It's like him and Cook, it's, it's, um, or have been the same thing where it's like, maybe this is your time, who knows.
1: Time to shine. Uh, speaking of time to shine, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in in relief and almost scoring 30 points and a half, 30 fantasy points and a half, that is. And then, uh, just getting crushed by the red rifle leading a last minute drive. Uh, are the Bengals actually good though? I don't
0: know. I mean, their offense is good. But their defense is one of the worst, I mean, passing defenses. I mean, them and Buccaneers basically, I mean, good offenses, terrible pass defenses. I don't see the Bengals going far. I mean, that, I think the defense is just too bad to, uh, to sustain that offense. That can be up and down sometimes. So, I think they're like a middle, middle of the pack team. They're gonna, they're gonna fade away in the second half.
2: I can see I'll- them making the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Who's,
2: who's their competition? Well, what I'm
1: trying to say, yeah, uh, I mean
2: the Ravens, right? And so the Steelers. Think, no, I know, but if the Steelers win the division, who's their competition Oh, a while? Second wild, card, Ravens. The Char- yeah. The Chargers and the Ravens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
2: So the char- if you think the Chargers are going to... Hopefully Chargers get one, because I finally would like to see them be good and make the playoffs. We've always been pulling for them. Yeah. Um, hopefully they don't shoot themselves in the dick. But um, that's,
1: that's never good.
2: No, it isn't. And they do it a lot. Their dick is got bullet holes all over it. But it's usually the, uh, the other way
0: around for them.
2: Uh, yeah, his dick usually shoots. Um, <laughs> but... The, who are they competing with? The Dolphins.
0: uh um, yeah. So currently they are good. the Colts. No. They hold the sixth spot right now, and they're a game obviously ahead of the Ravens, game ahead of the Dolphins. So yeah, so they'll they'll fight for the playoffs. But I mean, if they go in, let's just say as if the standings end, if the game if the season ended right now, they'd play the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, and I just don't think that they, they would be able to handle that. And again, Well,
2: I think they could beat the Steelers because that's just. You know, a goon game. And
0: I just don't think the Bengals <laughs> are ever destined to win another playoff game.
1: Vontez perfect special right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, he's just gonna goon it
2: up. He's just gonna concuss a couple people. <laughs> and, uh, and he'll if they play, if the Bengals play the Steelers in the playoffs, perfect will be suspended for the first three games next year. Because he will. Bold, that's he'll, my not so bold prediction. Because he'll be get suspended he for
0: win. knocking out like. Like Juju Schmidt suster or something like that or like someone Yeah, that sounds about right. But Bengals can't win a playoff game anyway, so I don't unless they look dominant, I can't trust them.
1: Also, uh I don't know how we went this long without mentioning it, but the uh the Cleveland Browns firing
0: uh Oh yeah, you Jackson Cleveland and Todd Haley.
1: And uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> Todd Haley.
0: That um John, that what? that that tweet was hilarious one. That you posted with Homer, you know, fading back into the the bushes, and like I didn't even know you posted, it and my phone's just blowing up. Like I'm just like constantly in my 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 pocket. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And I just see, and I'm like, holy shit! Like man, people yeah. really
1: enjoyed that. I, I thought it was just like a couple like at first, and then you texted. I was like, oh, three hundred. That's that's a lot. Yeah. But um, why? If they were gonna get what. Like what changed between the off season and now that they were like, All right, Hugh, that that's enough. Like you're going into like basically a clean slate season with a rookie quarterback. Wouldn't you have just thought like they would have fired him in the off season and give Baker Mayfield a clean slate too and like not rely on Hugh Jackson to develop him?
0: Yeah, they probably should have gotten rid of you before the season and Todd Haley. Um
2: well, didn't they just hire Todd Haley? Yeah,
1: how are you can get rid of Todd Haley like three days after you well, hire
0: him? Well, they shouldn't have. Well, the Jackson and Haley had butting heads. And apparently from what I was listening to, um, on the plane ride back from Florida was that, uh, they just didn't get along. Haley was like sort of going rogue with what he wanted to do and not listening to Jackson. So obviously, yeah, beginning of the season, they hire him, but it just didn't work out. But they so should have, they of them? just fire, yeah, is
2: that, is that fire one a situation of them. Of kids uh, fighting on a playground, and you don't know who started it. So you're like, oh, you're both in trouble. Is, is well, Jackson know, should have been fired
0: a long time fighting. ago. I mean, three. In, I mean, he's been terrible. And I know, but if
2: you have a struggle, I mean, unless this is a case of Greg Williams winning a three-way power struggle, because it it's it's just like from he, hard knocks, it seemed like they all hated each other, and they all had a three-way power struggle. And for Greg Williams to win, that is a complete surprise. Well, the it's defense like has.
1: Williams had some sort of hit list out for the two of them. <laughs> hey, yeah, he
2: might have. I'm, it worked before. Be paid right now.
0: <laughs> um, look, they need an offensive boost, and it wasn't. I just don't think it was working. Like with Haley and Jackson, I think they need something fresh, and it's not it's not going to be this year. But they should have just completely revamped it before the season. You know, not hire Haley, get rid of Jackson, and hire like someone just different staff. But.
1: Yep. Now, yeah. Greg Williams somehow the head, the interim coach. It's classic, and,
0: it's classic Browns,
1: right? Yeah. Um, let's see. What other games? I don't know. Any other interesting games? I mean, Carolina kind of put the smack down on Baltimore. Um, let's see. The, let's the Rams Packers game was really good.
0: Yeah, uh, fumble leading Ty Montgomery getting traded.
1: They, uh, yeah, they, I mean, that was like the first time that someone held the Rams for like basically a half under, under wraps in the, uh, the first half.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that was, they, pack really if, if Ty Montgomery doesn't fumble that ball, there's a good chance that Rodgers brings them down and gives them uh, the opportunity to win yeah, that I game. Mean, there's there was zero, the there's so,
1: zero of a chance of that not happening.
0: So, I mean, they should be, and that's like, that's, the Rams have gotten lucky a few times with that. I mean, obviously, luck, opportunity, you know, opportunity and luck can sort of go together, hand in hand. What
2: are you talking about? They've been covering the spread every week. They, Man,
0: what are you talking about? Seattle. What
2: did they get lucky
0: with on Seattle? They barely won that game. What do you? What are you? What are you guys talking about? I
2: don't understand what they got lucky with. Though. Just winning a close game—that's lucky.
0: No, it was uh the the. But the Seahawks going for it on fourth down or something like that, and they shouldn't have. It was, it was just a bad play that the Seahawks could have. I forgot. I forgot how it ended. All I know is it was just a bad play call by the Seahawks that allowed the Rams to end up winning that game. Uh, if the Seahawks played it right, it could have been. It could have ended up differently. The, well,
2: I'm glad that the Rams won because I'm trying out this new. Um, parlay strategy i mean it's probably not new for actual gamblers but for a new gambler it's new for me and uh, i've been doing two heavy favorites so this year uh, this week it was the rams and the patriots uh-huh then i pair that with an even team and an underdog team and i parlay those four and the underdog and the even um, this is probably just a really basic strategy Kick the um, kick the odds up, and I pretty much get easy victories.
1: Hmm. Yeah, with but Ram- the... Rams didn't cover that.
2: No, no, it's not covering. It's um, I'm doing all money line.
1: Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh.
2: Uh. Yeah, so the money line for the Rams and the Patriots are terrible. Yeah. But when I pick the uh, one underdog that I like and the one even, it helps it out.
1: Hmm.
0: Who'd you so, pick, who was your underdog picked last week?
2: I did... Well, I did two even. Well, I did one barely underdog. The um, Giants and Redskins were even.
0: Which blew my mind. So you took the Redskins?
2: Yes. And then I took Indy. So I didn't do the underdog this week. But I did I did an even and like a plus three. So I didn't do like... It was close to it.
0: All right. Interesting strategy. I think
2: I did that strategy. Pretty good strategy. But I lost with um some stupid team one. I think my uh my like hands down winner lost last week. So that wasn't good.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not good with parlay. I still just stick with my stupid prop bets. Makes my life fun.
1: Alright, uh, let's go into some Week 9 games. I didn't write it down any before, so just looking now.
0: The uh, one game we have to pick is obvious. What? You should talk about the Rams and Saints, right?
1: What? Why? You're gonna play everyone in that.
0: In that game. I just so. wanna talk about it.
1: I don't talk about it on your own time. This, this is my own time. Uh, uh, I mean, Oakland-San Francisco? <laughs> that could be a, uh. That's
0: a Thursday night game, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, both really bad defenses, but it is Thursday night, so would you trust, are we trusting, uh, any people, uh, on Oakland?
0: I mean, San Francisco's pass defense is pretty shit, so I'm, I can see, uh, you know, a decent game at Jared Cook. Um, I mean, obviously he's one of the top tight ends this season, so, uh, definitely you know, good look. Actually, your boy, uh, you like the people with the French name, so Jalen Richard this week. Yes. Sorta of like him. Uh, had eight receptions last week. Uh, San Francisco, again, not a good defense. And Doug Martin, not a great running back. So, he's still gonna get the bulk of the carries. Um, but, you know, Richard catches six or seven passes, 70 yards. That's I, I sorta like, game, I sorta of like that. So. Who had a good game?
2: Martin had a pretty good game. It was all
0: right. I mean, wasn't you know, you blown out of the water. But I like Rashard in like a PPR for any sort of PPR format this week.
2: Yeah, and then you got um, the return of the Mac, who looked great last week, and so did Jack Doyle. Um, which really burns my buns because. I lost a uh, pick up Jack Doyle a race with Tommy, who then beat me with Jack Doyle. Uh, oh, Jackie Doyle. Um,
0: but that's a different game.
2: Oh, wow. Raiders played Colts last week. <laughs> 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 Getting tired over here. Well, anyway, I like, uh, some Colts players who aren't playing this week because, <laughs> <don't know
1: why. laughs> yes, yeah, six buys this week. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, San Francisco. Are we? Is it just Brita and Kittle?
2: Yeah, I mean Brita hasn't shown much the last couple of weeks, so I guess we still got to play them, right? Oakland's pretty bad. A lot of buys, a
0: lot, a lot of, of buys. Bad. Um, and I mean, I mean Goodwin had one for fifty-five last week. Oakland's pass defense also shit. I mean, that's like a that's like a, you know, if you if you need a lot of points, you know, like one of those guys where like you just hope for like sixty yard touchdown catch, like that's what you're that's what you're expecting. Like with yeah, all the bye just weeks. Over the floor. You know, yeah. Like think about all the bye you know Cincinnati has play you know, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, New York, Philly, Arizona, and Jacksonville. So there's a lot of players that, you know, you know, you need to find some space for so good win, you know. Like a just a long shot right there.
1: All right, um and considering how bad the defenses are but it is a thursday night would you play the niners defense and hope that the the raiders just uh do the the classic away team sucks on thursday night move
0: nah i'm not trusting it i mean they're both west coast teams so it's not like they're traveling uh i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't trust either of those defenses okay
2: yeah, I don't know what, if either of them have really done anything all year. I mean, Raiders don't have a pass rush. I don't know if San Francisco does
0: either. Not really. Yeah, I'd stay away. I mean, let's pick a
2: good streaming defense for you. Dallas isn't a bad option. Kansas a City. On Monday night.
0: I like Kansas City with their renewed pass rush versus Cleveland, who now is just starting over.
2: Yeah, I like Carolina, I know if it's magic, but you know, you could always, you could always throw a few interceptions there, you never know which, which magic you're gonna get.
0: And a lot of people have dropped Minnesota. Um, so, you know, Matthew Stafford is, you know, he's known to get sacked here or there. So, I think Minnesota's on a bad streaming defense as well to get some, uh, you know, some sack points and Stafford could throw some picks. You know, so I like them too. How about Miami versus Jets? Anyone like them, John?
1: What uh I mean what? For just defenses? Yeah. Uh no. Miami's defenses like the past three weeks. They've given up so like a ridiculous amount of yards and points. But isn't this like
0: uh, playing the Jets at home? Isn't this just what they needed?
1: <laughs> I mean it, it's good I mean it's been so it's a not good quarterback or it's not like great offenses either. And I'm just You have Chris Herndon, which is one of the best, off- uh, best weapons in the league. Have you he played him yet on awesome. any team?
2: Yeah, John. Why? Have you even picked him up on any team? Did you put him
0: yeah. in any DraftKings
1: league yet? No. no. Who was it? Uh, oh, they gave up a shit ton of points to Chicago. I mean, Detroit, Detroit makes sense and to Houston, so.
0: But, alright. Alright, alright, alright. But, I, if I had to pick one, I think it's I like Kansas City this week. As my streamer, first the Browns. So there's that. Um, anyway, what what games? What other game you looking at? Um,
1: I mean, there's a there's a couple like real good games, but like you're you're gonna be playing your guys like the Rams, Rams and Saints, Saints,
0: Green Bay and New England.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only thing is maybe Atlanta at Washington. Like. Okay. Yeah, the let the offense away from Atlanta has, has struggled a little bit. It's not been as explosive. I mean, Tevin Coleman. I guess. I mean, you're still gonna play Jones and Ryan and Hoop and maybe Hooper. Since I mean, there's so many buys and tight end suck. But
0: besides, like the Redskins giving up a lot of points versus New Orleans a few weeks back, they've actually been pretty decent against the pass too. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's actually a pretty. uh Tough matchup for Atlanta. I mean, they're gonna find a way to, to put points on the board, but I don't think it's gonna come easy for them. So that's, uh, you know, like a Sanu or Ridley might be a little tough, uh, you know, tough plays this week. I mean, again, six buys though. It just, it keeps coming back to the six buys. There's so many players out. Ugh. But alright, I have, I have a question though. If I, uh, to yeah. speaking of, uh, Atlanta, if you had to pick up either Sanu or DJ Moore on Carolina, who would you go after?
1: Uh, hmm. That's good, good question.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, either of them make me, make me, uh, giddy. I guess Sanu I like his floor a little more.
0: Well, as well, so I'm, I'm trying to find someone for, like, a bi-week filling. So I'm thinking. You know, oh,
2: for this week? Yeah. Oh, this week only then DJ more.
0: First Tampa, right?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's yeah,
0: what I was. That's what I was leaning towards. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. But I just to, you know, that's I. That's I feel like you know people are gonna have this, decisions like that this week because again, so many bye weeks. Um, looking at a couple cool. of the games. Also, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Also, I, uh, I forgot to mention this before, but uh, Tyler, he uh, tweeted us and said uh, someone offered him Golden Tate. At, for Jarvis Landry, like he, he's getting Tate, and he would give up Jarvis Landry. In a, I think he's at PPR. Would you do that? Hmm. And he is an Eagles fan, so there's that sentimental. Well, that's opinion.
0: why every question he asks always deals with the Eagles. He can't help himself. He can't. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I think I would just because better offense, like similar type of players, but. Uh, Eagles have much better offense, or not much better, but better offense. And Tate is actually able to run after the catch, whereas what Landry has uh, the like the eight for thirty seven every now and then.
0: The only thing that sucks is if you're in desperate need of the like points this week, then you're out for a golden take because you know Philly's on a bye and yeah. um, Landry gets to go up against Kansas City, who definitely you know. Cleveland should be in pass mode versus Kansas City this week, so he should see a lot of targets. Um, but yeah, I think rest of the season I like Tate. Um, but if you're in desperate needs of wins and points right now, I think I you might stick with Landry just because you getting down to that point of the season. If you're three and four, or you know four and four, three and five, and you need that win, you might need those points this week, and that's more important to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's, it's such an even. Trade that I don't want to sacrifice the week. In, like you said, unless I'm, um, I got a really good record and I'm not upset. But even if you have a good record, you're playing for the buy.
0: Yeah, you're playing for the buy. But if you think no, that Golden Tate's gonna help you down to... down near, you know, weeks fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, maybe yeah. more than Landry and. Than...
2: I mean, if this guy wants to wait till after Sunday to do the trade, by all means, I mean, make that stipulation. Just say, I'll do the trade, but it's going to be after Sunday. Sorry.
0: And I'll be like, nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think Tate's better for the rest of the season, then... Yeah, no, I know. Landry, I know. Then why wouldn't you still do the trade if you're the... take? like, if you if you like Landry more than Tate, why wouldn't you still do the trade? Because in a... Affect you for the rest of the season. It affects the guy who has Landry. Well,
0: because no, if the guy wants, if the guy who's trading away Jarvis, I guess, I guess he. Uh, I mean, Tyler would be trading away Jarvis. He'd be trading away Jarvis for Tate. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's. T- Just send it. A- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to be a stipulation. It has to be that stipulation. I'd be like,
2: send a message and say, yeah, it has to be after this after the week weekend. I need him for the weekend.
0: But you know, all people right. people will turn on that quick.
1: The all right, um, let's see what uh, other games. I mean, the Houston Denver game is kind of interesting, just for the the Marius Thomas angle. I do uh, like.
0: I mean, is he is he gonna be really ready to go and like play a full game though?
2: The, yeah, I wouldn't start him this
1: week. Yeah, but there's the emotion, the, you know, high emotion game and everything. We like, you still gotta to learn, to learn an entire playbook, games. I mean. Well I said, I'm all about the narrative. Yeah,
2: John bases his analysis on, on <laughs> revenge games.
0: Love it. Everything's about revenge games. Um one thing I like, uh, if you wanna switch really fast, I, I feel like we're just gonna go through a couple, you know, yeah. Pip, dip, bob, is uh, Nathan Peterman, gonna be starting this week again. Uh Derek Anderson's hurt and out. So Yeah, the Browns defense I mean the Bears defense is gonna be ridiculous this week and all your Buffalo players are going to be useless, including LaShawn McCoy, even though and Chris Ivory who's actually looks pretty halfway decent. Um but I mean, yeah.
1: McCoy had a nice receiving game.
0: That yeah, he can't run the ball. It was, like eleven for thirteen or something like that. Um I don't think it's all his fault. The Buffalo offense is just shit. Yeah. But I mean
1: Derek like Derek Anderson, all things considering, didn't look half bad.
0: Well, now he's not gonna be playing, so it's Nathan Pinkman. Oh, yeah. So it don't even matter. But like if you had to start Lashawn McCoy or let me just find a name here that might be uh comparable to that. I was thinking um oh man, I have a few names. Alright, so you have LaShawn McCoy or you could start Austin Eckler or in his whole PPR Um Matt Breda. Or
2: yes, yes.
0: So you taking, so you taking, uh, all of them over McCoy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not playing McCoy this week. What about Frank Gore? He like said, it's "Fucking Nathan Peterman." Would you Yeah, take f- I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I'd so. probably do Frank Gore. <laughs> we're bringing <laughs> he- we're bringing the world's worst, historically worst quarterback in NFL history, back into a game. What the fuck? Are, what the fuck's happening here? Why is this guy in another game?
0: I mean, at this point, I think – I guess, I mean, do they have a choice? I mean, it's Tuesday. I, can they really bring in a quarterback to
1: – Sure. If Terrell, guy... they, they, they just signed Ter- Terrell Pryor. He might be a better option. In the quarterback. <laughs> that's actually not if a bad guy, idea.
2: Uh, yeah, that's true. If this guy offs himself, he could like – his family could – sue this team for bullying him because oh wow wow like wow. it's it's so ridiculous he's so bad I don't know where his confidence could possibly come
0: from you think Cleveland um, would feel bad enough to just let him like loan loan out to, to Rod Taylor to them like here have your old quarterback he knows the system let him like play a game
2: loan out quarterback I think dude Terrell Pryor like John said isn't Nathan Peterman also the guy with his own website with like Nathan Peterman um, Nathan Peterman like towels and Nathan Peterman pillowcases and stuff. So uh, I'm sure really? At, I'm pretty sure he has his own like store. Where no way! Which is his name on things and his face on things.
0: I'm looking that up right now.
2: Um, I I remember that last year, which is hilarious because of yep. who he is.
0: Is that Nathan Peterman my Shopify? Is that it?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> my
0: god that's ridiculous we can get a poster Yo, who no, would fucking
1: wear no. this Yo, how would these oh my god. But the, you... the, the poster's not even like a, like a picture of him it's nate peterman and then on a big white helmet the number two with his signature
0: oh and my god like a
1: nate peterman football
2: oh my god throw pillows are 30 dollars it would be a, a hilarious last place punishment to have to buy two Nathan Peterman throw pillows and keep them on your couch for an entire season. Like, they are your couch pillows. You gotta and display
0: the posters in your house.
2: No, I'm just talking, like, this is this is the most random, what? Two Nathan Peterman throw pillows. Not the fleece blanket? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I think it'd be funny because you could put the blanket away when it's summer and stuff, throw pillows. Because you know how, like... You don't want your your living room couch looking nice. Like, it's, it creates the feng shui of the living
0: room. That's true. People come to your house and like, who the hell is Nate Peterman? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, people know Nate
0: Peterman now. Oh, my God. I can't believe he has his own website. Wait, that's to be fair,
1: they have the, there is a Nate Peterman baby onesie that's pretty fantastic. Maybe one, I got see this. How funny would it be to see a, just a baby getting strolled around with a Nate Peterman? Oh, my God. Is that, like, child abuse?
2: <laughs> yeah i mean if okay. you i guess if you really want you fail upwards right that should be the nate peterman mantra on the back of his <laughs> nate peterman hoodies like he's he's failed upwards so i guess failing upwards isn't a terrible strategy for your kid like you're still moving up but that's been his whole career all right over the last years he's failed upwards over Peter- under
0: sorry go ahead yeah
1: I would say Nate Peterman when there's literally no better options.
0: That should be on the that'll be on the shirts. <laughs> yeah, but like I just oh. think this
2: is mentally mental bully. Like uh, at this point, to put him in a game like this is um, they have a relationship and it's not. Uh, it's a little physically abusive because it's football, but it's more mentally abusive that they're making this poor guy go out there again when. Uh, he can't do anything but throw interceptions every single pass. What's going on here? How, how is this happening?
0: I, that's, oh my god. It's ridiculous.
1: It, it really I was is hope, I was hoping he would throw a pick at the end of uh, the Monday night game, just to pick up right where he left off.
0: They, alright, wait a minute. Make sure the punters throw the ball. <laughs> Why he,
2: that, baby? Uh,
0: I can't. I can't believe he has his own shop. All right. Hold on, I want to go. So so far this year, I know it's only a small sample size, but he... It, oh my god! So in 49 attempts last year, he had a 49 completion percentage. He only completed four, 24 passes. This year, he's only completed 40 percent of his passes for three point an average of 3.38 yards, one so touchdown, be, and four interceptions. He his,
1: just he just needs to throw more passes to get that completion percentage up.
0: His QB rating is a 20.8 in the in the 32 attempts. So I mean. And obviously small sample size, but I mean, he is just not, he's not, he's not good. He's just not, he's not good.
2: Well, Anthony, he's the worst quarterback to ever play football.
1: Oh man. Well, look. Do he's like
2: the... right above Archie Manning. <laughs> Peterman, please like
1: it, no. is like comfortable? No. That's a, that's a pretty good gag, gift. Yeah.
2: It is.
0: I might have to use one of these as like Christmas gifts, like, you know, one of them like, Weird things where you buy stuff and you sort of like re You know, like those, yeah. like, like, one of those, like a Nate Peterman thing. Someone's gonna get stuck with a Nate Peterman throw pillow. That's
1: <laughs> pretty well, awesome. The gift. blanket's 50 bucks. That's a little bit much. No, I you know, gotta go pillow. The no, pillow's 30 bucks. I, I guess you
0: can do that. Yeah,
2: that's a pricey blanket. I've bought blankets before. Um, like living room fleece blankets. That's, that's a pricey blanket for guys those interceptions. <laughs> Nate throw. Peterman though.
0: That's terrible. Um yeah, How
2: much is it going to be worth in in twenty years when he's in Canton?
0: Okay. When he's in Canton. When he's in Canton visiting the Hall of Fame. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, well, just, in Canton for having like the worst completion percentage of a NFL quarterback that started over a hundred games because for some reason the Bills just keep
0: putting him out there. Trotting him out there. Oh, Does man.
1: Trent Richardson have a store? Cause that's pretty much. That'd be a. That'd be a. Yeah.
0: I think it's too late for Trent Richardson. A
1: comparable.
0: I mean, I think... Didn't he, did he even make like the CFL? Wasn't he trying to make the CFL
1: or something like that? No, nah, yeah, he, he bummed out of that. Of well, course.
2: Trent Richardson would be comparable to Nathan Peterman if every time um, they handed it off to Trent Richardson, he then tried to hand it off to a guy who wasn't actually behind him <laughs> and just dropped it. He just kept pitching it back. And they're like, Trent Richardson... Why are you pitching it back? You're the backfield guy. There's nobody in the back, backfield. There's nobody behind you, man. You gotta stop pitching it behind you.
0: <laughs> the back,
2: backfield. So that, that would be my comparison. Of, I mean, he's pretty terrible, but man, Nate Peterman.
0: He at least was able to score touchdowns in his rookie year.
1: <laughs> Alright, I think that's enough about, uh, Nate Peterman? Whatever, uh, about Nate Peterman. Most everyone's ever talked about.
0: <laughs> Any um, anything else stand out for you in the in these games? Any uh specific players? Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean the, the Detroit Minnesota matchup is, is pretty interesting too. Is on Johnson got, like against a, a pretty decent run rush defense? Yeah, so he gonna be able to continue uh, his nice little streak that he has going on? And what the absence of Golden Tate will do in that uh in that offense? But.
0: Hmm. Dalvin uh, Cook obviously will most likely not not play again, so you know another decent start for Latavius Murray. Uh, who would have thought that would have been a really nice pickup several weeks back? So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of lot of good games this week. Actually, a really good week. Um, anything else this week? Tennessee, Dallas, Cooper's first game.
1: Nah, that's kind of a boring game, to be honest. Two, <laughs> two, like, just vanilla offenses.
0: Oh, well, that could be, I mean, did you, did, uh, Brian, did you take Dallas before as a streaming defense? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a, I, I, I will second that as Tennessee's offense is garbage and I can see Dallas, you know, getting a decent pass rush first time. So yeah, that's another streaming defense. A lot of decent middle level streaming defenses this week.
2: Yeah, I guess if Dallas is one good thing, it's a pass rush, and if Tennessee is one bad thing, it's the way they <laughs> played, they let up, what, 11 sacks? It's, it's <laughs>
0: offense. Their one bad thing is offense. So, yeah, I mean, Yeah, it's a really good week this week.
1: Uh, anything else? Nah, that's it for me.
0: Alright, yeah. It's getting late.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't look up boys at all. Oh, either. no
0: boys. How'd you not look up boys? Well, actually, what were your boys, what were the boys from last week?
1: Uh, let's see.
0: I feel like they were bad.
1: Uh, you, Anthony, you had Matt Brina and Jordy Nelson.
0: Oh, garbage.
1: Uh, Brian had Raheem Mustard and, yeah. uh, the Colts defense.
0: Uh, not that good. <laughs>
1: and I had, ah oh shit, who did I pick? Am I gonna win with Matt Breda? Wow,
2: mine, mine, my, give me negative points for mine. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I picked, uh, Chris Godwin and Philip Lindsay. What
0: do you mean you, you think?
1: Well, uh, no, cause I had a couple guys written that, but, yeah.
0: yeah I don't know, I don't know, John's just, John just, John's not sitting next to me right now, so I can't, uh. I mean,
2: he wins with Lindsay, but it's, uh, I can't pretty, fact. Pretty bad all around.
0: Yeah, would I mean, Godwin
2: have a touchdown.
0: Uh, let me check. I still don't trust you if not no, sitting Godwin next No, God, never have
2: a touchdown.
0: Yeah. Mike Evans had a touchdown. <laughs> all no, right. Now uh, Godwin, did. yeah, you win you win because of Lindsay. So it's you first, me second.
2: He did have a two-point conversion.
0: Ooh, there you go. More than, so
2: that's oh, pretty yeah, that's awesome.
0: Correct. Yeah. So John was five, John in first place, me in second, Brian in third. But yeah, but, I
2: definitely take the loss on that one, but not really
0: good. I don't, I don't feel good about my second place, all but right. this week uh, I think it's a different. I like my guys <laughs> much like my guys right. last week.
1: My first boy that I am picking. And not just looking up right now. Oh, come on. Uh, let's go with um, let's go with Nick Chubb. Home versus the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know what the Browns are gonna do offensively, but Nick Chubb's gotta get it going. I mean, the uh, the Chiefs give up a lot of a lot of yards. So oh. this is gonna be a high scoring game. It's gonna be the same thing. Chiefs go up a of yards. Let's go Nick Chubb.
0: You really think? Even if the Chiefs go up like 21 nothing, it's just going to be like abandon the run immediately?
1: Yeah, because they're the Browns, and they're just going to want to play it safe. To not get
0: blown. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we talked about this guy earlier. I sort of like him this week. Uh DJ Moore uh, had a nice 5 for 90 last week. Uh, this week he's going to add 30 more yards to that and a touchdown, go for 120 and a touchdown, considering he's playing – Going up against Tampa, who has given up 20 passing touchdowns to only one interception and 318 yard, 318 passing yards per game. And he's seen at least five targets in his past three. I like DJ Moore to continue to rise, get you over a hundred and a touchdown.
2: Alright, my first boy that I am not Picking off the top of my head right now. These guys. Is going to be, let's just go with a nice, uh, smooth <laughs> PPR guy, 8 for 80, possession receiver, lot of injuries and, in, oh, is Kenny Stills back?
1: <laughs> He's like, right, He's like, is Kenny Stills back? Um, possibly.
0: Is he going Kenny Stills? Possibly injured Kenny Stills?
2: <laughs> no, I was going to go Danny Amendola.
0: Oh, that's but, why. But
2: uh, if Kenny Stills is back, then I'm dropping that Danny Amendola pick. And I'm going to go with uh, Mo Vauntland Scanlon, whatever that guy's name. Oh, no, uh, Green Bay. Long <laughs> no. touchdown, that's it. Nothing else. One catch, 50 yards, touchdown. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, My second boy is going to be Paul Richardson going up against the uh the Falcons in whatever city the uh the residents play in. Um Falcons defense, you know, is real shit. Um Paul Richardson, been like fairly consistent, nothing special, but I think he breaks out in a uh in a big way against against the pitiful Falcons.
0: Uh the last time I picked uh Paul Richardson was- Paul Richardson was one of my boys a few weeks back versus the Saints, and he got hurt in that game. So uh hopefully he stays healthy for you. Because
1: well, that's because the boys you picked this year suck. So that's why you're last place, bitch. Uh,
0: ah, yeah, I'm closing in. I won last week in second place this week. I'm closing in. This is this is what I do. I'm, I'm the Chargers of the podcast when it comes to boys. I start like shit and then I I uh, end strong. Obviously. Close. The the Chargers. Me and
1: Brian have 20. Me and Brian have 26. You're you're at 20, so. So, one, Ooh. one,
0: one more week win and I'll be, you know, two points down from someone, so. Yeah,
1: a week win. It, one, one so more, shit. one more week win and you'll be within like another week win of tying
0: Alright, well, look, DJ Moore's gonna take it and my next boy is gonna put it over the top for the yeah. week. And You're it's a gonna week be- week
2: away from being a week away. Yeah,
0: calm down. It's John Brown. Is, uh, gonna duplicate his success versus the Steelers like he did earlier in the season. Gonna go for 125 and a touchdown. He, uh, he crushed him last time. He's gonna replicate it and, uh, Steelers away from, uh, Pittsburgh. They're gonna get crushed by the Ravens again. I is, hope they do.
1: Is John Brown a boy though? Is he not a man no, right now? of
0: course he's a boy. He hasn't done it for a full season yet.
2: Yeah, I'm always really weary of your. Um, I of mean,
1: your he, players, he, he's but whatever. Wanted, he's like a top fifteen wide receiver.
2: Right. You
0: really want me to go lower than that?
2: No, fine. Go, John Brown. If, no, if that makes you happy.
1: You got
0: it. You know, I'm picking DJ Moore too. Not like I'm not picking crap.
1: <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> hey, right, at least I researched my own boys.
1: I did research. It was just very quick.
0: Bullshit. I don't know what you guys are doing. Brian's looking at his phone, has no idea what's going on.
2: I am going to go with a boy who you can't tell me it's a man because he scored five and three points the last two weeks. But, you know, the um, the moving of Golden Tate is going to get him back on track and uh, against Minnesota. Like, Carryon John uh, Johnson's kind of been taken a lot uh, away from this boy, uh, but against Minnesota, might find it a little harder to run, might have to play catch-up with the pass. I'm saying Kenny Galladay gets his groove back um, under five points last two weeks, uh, gets back up to 20.
1: Okay. How well, Kenny got his groove back. Um... Oh, I think he might want to put it in the boys' boys' boys drop but uh all right so that will do it for us anthony's probably gonna lose again in the boys and be like three weeks away came in second um, last
0: week first before
1: a week uh, away from being a week away yep uh follow us on twitter at fantasy underscore lens go to the fancy lens podcast on like instagram and facebook give us ratings and subscriptions uh anthony d- uh did you distribute business cards in Disney? I did distribute
0: business cards in Disney.
1: Alright, well if you're in Disney, look for business cards. Uh, uh, also, you had a close run-in with Matthew Barry, it didn't say anything.
0: But I did not. Oh no, I, I, I tweeted at him. He never tweeted back. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not saying shit to him, that's typing stuff at him from uh, far away.
0: Did you really? Alright, he was looking for a, a spot to watch the fireworks with his two daughters who looked like they were very n- tired in the stroller and his wife didn't seem that, you know, enthused the time so do what do you want me to so, run up run, run up to him and stop bothering him
1: no you go mr Barry. i have a spot right here for you by the way here's my business we were told to, to move like
0: two right. seconds after he walked by us so i did not yeah, have a spot said, mr Barry,
2: <laughs> can i please borrow your stroller i only need it for a few moments yeah exactly and
0: then
1: hold it uh yeah you know, i'm not gonna say that
0: gonna it all it all started quickly that allison looks up and i'm not even looking and she goes that guy literally looks like matthew Barry." and i look up and he starts talking i'm like no that is matthew Barry." And he's just like asking this uh, one of the workers there where the VIP something about the VIP spot is or some, like oh, hoity-toity stuff. So I wasn't gonna book. Bu-
2: okay, Matthew Berry, lightning round. <laughs> Golden Tate, Demaryius Yeah, I'm, just
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what he would have wanted. So no, so I just creepily took a picture of him, <laughs> and that's about it. So, uh but yeah, that was actually pretty weird. In a, in a sea of thousands upon thousands of people in Disney, I see Matthew Berry.
2: Matthew Berry. I'm in an eight-team Fantasy badminton league. <laughs> I'm gonna need to know a little strategy
0: here, first year.
1: I like to go. With sma- I like to go smashers over ralliers in Fantasy badminton, but that's just. Oh yeah. Game.
0: Great, thanks, John. Um, do as many
2: smashers as possible, because like, the ralliers, yeah, whatever. They're kind of smashers- like the backbone of your team, but they're boring.
1: Smashers get you the big points. Oh, yeah, good highlights. Um. All right. So on that. No, that's 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 it for us.
0: (laughs) All right, see you next week.